Hey, gang. Hey. How you doing? We're good. How are you? <laughs> We're the you gang. I bet, I bet they all thought that after we came back and did that one podcast after going on for like a couple weeks without one, that we weren't going to be back this week. Well, they wouldn't have been wrong. Uh, we were pretty close. No, I'm kidding. I'm glad. I'm glad we got back so quick. We, we fell off the saddle. We decided to, you know, rope in our horse. <laughs> decided to jump back on. Two guys. I'm Dan's obviously guiding the horse, and then I'm behind Dan. Just my arms are around his waist, and we're just riding through you're, the desert. You're behind me on the horse. Oh, are you behind me? I always envision us side by side on horses. Oh no, no, I'm afraid to to, to ride a horse, Dan. I would much prefer riding on a horse with you. But uh, I always envision you as like a side saddle type guy. Really, really, that's yeah. interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've always envisioned myself as a bottom. Okay. <laughs> this is the Dan and Cody podcast. This is it, right here, Cody. You put on those headphones and you go to work. Why are you yelling? This is where our message is heard. It's time to get hype. Say it with me. What are we saying? Dan and Cody. Uh, Dan and Cody. Dan and Cody. It's Dan and Cody podcast. Dan and Cody podcast. Dan and Cody podcast. Get some. Dan and Cody podcast. Hello, folks. We are here together, Dan and I. Dan, what's going on, man? Man, Halloween happened. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It was great. Let me tell you. It was great. Mm -hmm. We learned a lot from last year's Halloween. Mm -hmm. Jenny and I were unprepared. We got the night started off way late. We missed opportunities with the pictures. Our costumes weren't like fully there. Right. We were half in it. But this year, this year, we 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 did a family group costume of all Disney. Okay. Uh Moxie was Minnie Mouse, Maddox was Donald Duck, Jenny was Daisy Duck, and I was Sorcerer Mickey. Usually Mox we go off Moxie's lead of whatever she wants to be. Sure. She picked Minnie and then we all fell in line, you know? But we were ready. We got the pictures. Our neighbor took the pictures in broad daylight, which was great. So we got we checked that box early. And then as you know, last year we tried to do a projector in the driveway. <laughs> Didn't fucking work. <laughs> yeah, last year was a pretty pretty uh, messy event. Uh, I plugged it all in. It didn't work. Yeah, but it was the, a, the Fredericks are sitting there like, "What's going on? Are we, we doing this? We got a we got a one year old, and he's getting real real upset." Dan. Yeah, we hadn't gone trick or treat. It was it was a mess. But this year, we got the projector going. Yeah, uh, we we watched. I, I had I had a Muppets Haunted Mansion. Oh, good was the was the first feature. Okay, second feature Hocus Pocus. Third feature, brought it home with Nightmare Before Christmas. And let me tell you, man, it like it, I had like a Clark Griswold moment of like, it's working. Sure. Like I felt I felt the spirit of Halloween. People trick-or-treated, and then like these little kids, I'd never seen them before. They just started sitting in the chairs in, in my driveway, started cur cur curling up. Didn't stop trick or treating to watch Hocus Pocus with me. So you lured these children to your house and their parents. Oh, and their parents. That's pretty good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, but it like it was magical, man. It was awesome. So much that this Saturday we're doing a, a an outdoor feature for the neighborhood. Oh, and wow. Jenny said it's buzzing. It's buzzing around the neighborhood. You got people coming by. You're going to have everybody shutting down the street. We've got flyers on the mailboxes for this thing. What? I'm packing them in. Packing them in. Look at you. You're you're creating a community, Dan. It, I am. I am. You're it's creating. a game. It this neighborhood's a game of thrones. And if you want to have a good time, you got to go through the hills. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> oh. This is a Game of Thrones. 
Uh, if the FCC comes by, we could we're gonna get shut down. Yeah, you know, you're gonna get arrested. You I'm showing just, a film. You can't just go Game of Thrones in it, man. I will I say, I will say, truth be told, I was afraid to talk to you about Halloween. You uh, were. You texted me Halloween night. You said, uh, "So, uh, what's uh, how's the trick or treating going?" And I said something really vague. I said, oh, yeah, we're just getting prepared, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what, what's Fitz dressed up? I was like, here he is. And it's Fitz literally eating a bowl of cereal in his Hulk costume that he's worn right. since early in the morning because we went to Aquarium of the Pacific because they had a Halloween thing. Okay. So, so uh, <laughs> then Dan sends me a message and he's like, so what did you guys dress up as? And I'm like, man, your guys' event looks great. You guys look amazing. <laughs> you guys Deflect, look so def- good. Deflecting ass Cody. <laughs> I said, wow, man, you got a lot of people over there. And then I don't know what happened. And ultimately, well, then like, I, then I said, like, what'd you get? How, how did he like trick-or-treating? You were like, well, we sort of did the aquarium. And then like, yeah. that was it. Well, a and big, then I was like, that is a fucking failure it's not a failure it's not a failure and i say this i say this because of the the and i'm going to use the new child excuse i'm going to use the new child excuse it was an excuse at the home across the board uh we didn't go trick-or-treating we actually had our light shut off we didn't even let people come knock on our doors we let mcfly (sighs) loose in the front yard so if anybody decided to walk up to our door mcfly would have eaten them and, uh, you know, unfortunately this year, it just wasn't our year. It wasn't our year. Here, here's what I'll say about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's disgraceful. Oh it's my disgraceful. God. Get out of here, disgraceful. You, you as an American citizen, as a family man with, a, with children, you have a, there's, a, there's civic duties, okay? <laughs> one, is, one is jury duty. Yeah. Your other civic duty in a neighborhood that also has children is to open your door on Halloween and give those kids candy. No, that's not my civic duty. You know, oh, who created you that stupid holiday, which by the way, I don't like I don't like Halloween. I hate it. I hate Halloween. And truthfully, I'm going to be honest with everybody out there. Halloween's the stupidest holiday of the year it's pointless it means Ugh. nothing it's promoted and pushed by big sugar okay big sugar <laughs> and it is it is a dangerous holiday intended to create and increase the diabetics in the united states and they want to get you young they want to get you hooked and it's a dangerous thing so you go ahead dan you go ahead. You feel the obligation. You think it's an American thing. It's not. There's no other place in the world that does it like we do it because there's no other place in the world that has people that are, you know, 35, P, you know, BMI. Oh, right. And that's because of Halloween. Case Don't closed. blame you this on a health Ooh. kick. I'm not going to blame it on a health kick. I'm going to blame it on big sugar. Because look, I mean, like, look at us. Our our, our bodies are a temple. My I don't arteries think so. are harder hardening as we speak right now. And you want to know whose fault that is? Straight up, it's big sugar. Bottom Cook. line, big sugar, baby. Man, you have you have uh, root beer in your place probably right now that is a hundred percent designated for root beer floats. Like you just you're not allowed to drink that. And I'm not wrong. What's your Am What's I? your point? What does that have to do with Halloween? I'm just saying your body's not a temple. My my dad has made a comment. <laughs> says I love that big sugar. Is that a thing like big pharma? <laughs> big sugar is man. They're dangerous. Getting yeah. in there, you know. Oh yeah. The uh, but yeah. it's good that you hate Halloween because you were raising. Fits to also hate Halloween. I'm not raising Fitz to hate Halloween. This was an exception in the year. We'll, we we will go trick or treating next year when it matters. Because look, you know. young Fitz is going to go to college, and he's going to really see what Halloween's about, and then he's going to go nuts. Okay. Yeah, for like three years. And you know what? I hope he doesn't go nuts. Because then I'm going to get a call late at night. Hi, is uh, Mr. Frederick there? Yeah, this is Mr. Frederick. We have some uh, unfortunate news. Your son's overdosed on 
not big sugar. Right. Heroin. Okay. He's and I the, don't need that in my life, Dan. Big sugar no, leads to bigger things like heroin, especially in college. <laughs> if you don't teach your kids Halloween, they end up being the kids who smash the pumpkins at midnight and they steal the candy from the kids who know how to do Halloween because they grow to resent it. Those are the know kids. What it those is. are the most badass kids in the movies, by the way. The theft guy? Oh, yeah. Rewatch Hocus Pocus. Uh, those are those the guys bullies? that I'm actually referring to, Dan. Those are the those best guys. Oh, are by the way, losers. Dan sends me a message after I tell him this. He's like, "What is your son gonna do when 15 years from now he says, Daddy, do you have any pictures of when I was a baby?'" And my response was simple: If my son's calling me Daddy at the age of 17, we have a real problem. Okay, <laughs> we have a bigger problem I, I, than me not having some, you know, I Halloween said, photos. He, because here's what he's going to do. Like every kid that at some point goes through their baby pictures and makes it their profile picture to to be funny. And he one day he's going to say, "Hey dad, do you have any pictures of me when I was a little kid trick or treating?" And you're going to be like, "No, son, but here's a photo." And your voice gets a lot deeper when you get older. You're like, "No, son, but here's a photo of us at the aquarium." And then he's going to not like himself. I, I mean, if he doesn't like himself because of that photo, I failed him for a number of reasons. <laughs> but you know, obviously these these were our uh, Halloween experiences. We hope everybody else had a safe Halloween and make sure next year support Big Sugar. Man, I love Big Sugar. I got a I got a story for you, my friend. Um, and it's about our girl, Shakira. Why and it is raises she our girl? Our girl. <laughs> we love Shakira. Do we have we ever talked about Shakira? Absolutely. When? The Dan and Cody podcast historically loves Shakira. The Dan and Cody podcast has historically been pro Shakira. We're team Shakira. Okay. I here. didn't realize that. Anyway, okay. So tell me about our girl, Shakira. <laughs> Do the zip slide. I don't know. <laughs> she has hips that don't lie. Noted. Anyway, here we go. What do we got? She's still recovering from a wild boar attack that happened in September. She's traumatized. She is she Brazilian? Or like she is she Colombian? is Brazilian. Okay, she is Brazilian. Okay. She went viral after reporting two wild boars destroyed her bag at a park in Barcelona, Spain. What? And now she's revealing the most shocking aspect of the encounter. Encounter. No one tried to help her. She said, it's just crazy. Um, I was talking. I was taking my son, Milan, for a walk in the park and got him a little ice cream. We sat on one of those park benches and we were just minding our own business. And then two huge wild boars came from the back and ambushed us and took my purse. Shakira said that the first reaction was to scream, oh my God, my God, because the animals were taking away her purse okay. with my phone in it, my car keys, everything, mm -hmm. like they could understand me. And okay. sadly, Shakira said people watched her deal with the boars, but no one stepped in to help out. They started digging inside my purse. Obviously, my son's sandwich was inside the purse. So that's why they were so interested. Okay. Um, yeah. Shakira, uh, she said, so they took my sandwich, walked away, and left my purse. It was wild. Well, that's... Um, you know, this sounds a whole hell of a lot like the, um, the Lady Gaga dog being stolen situation. Do you remember that? Right. I do remember that. She had and she like had like a ransom or something. Well, she was like gonna pay people to like figure it out. Right, right. To like right, get the right, dogs right. back. Right. She had she put out. Yeah. But this this raises a larger question. Normally I'm a person now that I've that I have children, mm -hmm. that like I'm more like I'm gonna mind my own business than sure. if there's danger. I'm not going to like volunteer myself to uh, 
help or get into it because I don't want to like jeopardize myself with my with the children and my wife. Here's where I state you are a punk bitch. Okay. <laughs> Here's where I say you're a hypocritical punk bitch right here. Okay. And I'm going to go hot Please. right now. I'm going to, I'm going to throw some flames, bitch, right now. I'm going to throw these flames. Is, Co- is Cody stepping in here this, to help with this, the boars? This asshole five minutes ago says to me, it's an American, it's your civic duty to go trick-or-treating. <laughs> It's your civic duty to go trick-or-treating. But when it comes to help a citizen, you're basically saying, I go fuck yourself. I go when fuck yourself. When did I become Bill Cosby? I don't know. I don't know. It is your civic this duty. Is, <laughs> this is not another pushing pop I need you to take. But yes. Okay. This is where I'm saying you, you're a punk bitch. That's the bottom line. That I won't go risk myself over Shakira's purse and the wild boar? I'm just saying, you talk about civic duty, you say things like, oh, Shakira, our girl, as if we have like this connected relationship to her, and when she's in trouble, you say, sorry, sorry shaky, shaky hips, I gotta, I got stuff, I gotta, I gotta go, so I can't help. Okay, Cody, you're in the park, Fitz is on the monkey bars. Yep. Two wild boar mm-hmm. somehow nab Shakira's purse. Oh, sure. And they're like <laughs> rummaging through the fucker. Shakira is there. Shakira is there. Yes. You're going to say, hang tight, Fitz. Daddy's got to go kick some boar's ass. Actually, no. What I'm going to do is, Fitz, get down. Let's go. We have something we have to take care of right now. Fitz and I are going to take care of those fucking boars ourselves. There is no, like, hiding my child behind me. How else do you teach these children to survive in this sick, crazy fucking world? No, you throw your kids in the fire with you. That's the only way to do it. You protect them, but you teach them. okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I I get it. Super dead. I get it. Super dead. He-Man Cody. What? He-Man Cody. It's not He-Man Cody. It's this is the world- this is the kind of person you need to be. Civic duty. Shakira's our girl. Take care of it. So you're you're bringing Fitz closer to the wild boar. It's not only bringing it. Fitz; he's getting a knife. You, oh, so you are you're empowering Fitz to get in the fight. I'm empowering Fitz to learn how to be a man. Yes, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> and what what's great about this moment is there's a there's an incredible transition. Where he goes from being a boy to a man. The the monkey bars that you were referring to are the moments where the, the moments before the change happens. And then afterwards is when I hand him the knife and I said, it's time that we do what men do. Uh, which we're is killing down these boars for We're killing Shakira. these boars for Shakira. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now go and kill that boar for it gets her baby sandwich. <laughs> And then I think, yeah, it's it's shocking that no one stepped up there. I mean, um, you know, is it though in Brazil? I got, I got this happened in Spain, Barcelona. Oh, Spain, sorry. Yeah. All right, I got more. I got more instances for you, and I want you to okay. be truthful because I know you're full of shit when you say you and Fitz are going <laughs> to go kill these boars. <laughs> let's say, let's pretend a couple of situations. I'll tell you if I'd step in, and you tell me if you'd step in, and to what extent. Okay. okay. So let's say this is sort of like a what would you do thing. Okay. Let's say let's say you're in line at at like a burger joint. Okay. And the people in front of you are like teenagers, mm-hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. and the boyfriend is being a total dick to the girlfriend. Okay. And he and he's kind of grabby and like abusive. And she doesn't like it. Okay. Do, does Cody say like, "Hey, what? Knock it no. off," or is that a none of your business? That's none of my business, man. So you're you're just gonna let it let it roll. I mean, how is he being abusive? Like, let's I don't know. Let's say she like tries to order, and he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" 
and like grabs her arm and she's like and then she's like crying when like he like pushes her yeah he's like you talk when i no no he pushes her like he grabs her arm like i'm just gonna be like whoa like under the under the armpit like a like a bait like a kid like shut the fuck up and like squeezes Uh, are you like hey man hands off nah man (laughs) yeah that's You let that ride. You let that ride. Man, she's okay. She'll figure it out. She's cool. She's, uh, she's, she's cool. She, the problem with that situation. That woman is already too in too deep. Right. She's in too deep. If he disrespects her to the point where he's like pushing her in a fast food restaurant line, like <laughs> nothing I can do is going to stop what's going to happen later that night. Like, lady, right. you need to get into a woman's home. You need to find some help. If you want to ask me for help, great. I mean, I might after it's done be like, "Are you okay?" So like, all right, all I could right, so like if, I could if see she, myself. If that saying, happens, Are you and okay? she looks back at you and goes, "Help me!" That uh, do you help? Oh yes, absolutely. Yes. So yes. you need you need the the confirmation. Yeah, Get absolutely. Me yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, because I don't want anybody getting in the way of me and my wife when she pushes me to the ground. Right. I can handle yeah. this shit. Okay, I know what I'm in for. <laughs> If she yells at me and throws me to the ground, I don't need anybody stepping in. Yeah. I think I think if I witnessed that and I was alone, um I would probably The funny thing like, is is you if you're with your kid, you kind of want to do it when they're there. When you're alone, it's like I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, my only thing is is by saying if I'm alone, then I'm then I don't have to worry about like is does it bring a, my kid in danger to sure. that's fair. to uh to raise my to like get involved right but I think I think in that situation I watch a, a teenage boy push his teenage girlfriend and like grab her and like tell her to shut the fuck up or something I think I would be like hey knock it off something like that or like that's not cool dude something like that interesting I have fits this is funny. Fitz is now, when he sees people that he doesn't know, he says, hey, man. Hey, man. See you, man. man. See you, man. (laughs) Because he's heard me call people man so many times. I didn't even realize that was a tick that I had. And he's like, he's going around, he's like, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. That's cool. (laughs) It's not cool. they, They become you, dude. No, I told him, I'm like, we don't say man. We say, hello, sir. Hey, sir. And he's like, hello, sir. Because he, you know, he's barely <laughs> figuring you, out his you words. raising him to be a butler? No, it's just like, you know, like have some respect for people. Right. Don't be me. Be better than me. That's pretty much going to be the, you know, the long running shtick with, you know, me and my son. I got another, I got another situation for you. Okay. Does, does Cody step in? Okay. You are at a playground. All right. Okay. And you're like minding your own business. Fitz is fine doing his thing on the playground. Okay. And you see two, we'll say four year olds. Okay. Straight up fighting. Like fists? Fists. Punching each other, kicking. Okay. Screaming. They're fighting. Okay. This is going on for five seconds. It's a long time in a fight. Yeah. They're on the ground crying, punching, kicking, yeah, pulling hair. Sure. Do you break it up? Yeah. You're jumping in. Four-year-old kids? Two four-year-old kids on the playground fighting. Nobody's doing anything? No one's doing shit. Yeah, I'm getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing? What do you do? I just pull them aside. And I stand them down. I'd be like, where are your fathers? You just yank them. You just yank them Put off them to the each side. Other. Actually, then I call Fitz over. Fitz, get over here. Hand him a knife. <laughs> Take him out like the boars. <laughs> no, this but I like I would pull him apart, and I'd be like, "Where are your parents? What's happening here? Why are you guys fighting like this?" And then right. you know, maybe we can come yeah. up with a solution. If not, maybe I'll I'll just be like, "Well, if you guys are going to fight, here's a set of boxing gloves. I'm going to judge yeah. this fight. We're going to see who's actually like, the best one." Um, I think, oh, here's what Nova says. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think I could take two four-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, the problem in society is men 
this is a 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 tough thing to say, but I would say that men's roles have been narrowed down to your own kid. Don't play the game with anybody else's kids. Mm-hmm. Stick with your own. Don't mess with other people's kids because that, like, you know, you're asking for a heap of trouble. Now, I think women have a little more leeway in this arena. But men, because of the whole, like, you know, touching kids, pedophile shit, I think that there's a stigma to any kind of man kind of stepping into children that don't involve him. Yeah. So I think the tricky the tricky thing in this situation is how it will appear while breaking them up. Yes. Absolutely. And and, and the big fear is like the the parent of one of the kids fighting sees this, runs over and is like, "Get your fucking hands off my kid." Like I can totally see that happening and then you're like, yes. "Take it easy. I'm breaking up the fight." Right. Or someone else sees you as you're attacking both of these kids and you get pepper sprayed in the face and like put on the news it's true. as a as a kidnapper or something. It's true, man. So the easy thing there is to be like, they're not my kids. Someone better get their kids. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I might take the somebody better get their kids thing. Mox, let's get out of here. That's true. I mean, I, I guess you could always just like say out loud, really loud, "Who's I'm kids breaking are these? this up? <laughs> Whose kids are these?" Yeah, um, yeah. We're like, "I am helping. I am helping." <laughs> As you, <laughs> yeah, like you have to like announce yourself almost. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's dangerous. It's a dangerous one. It is a dangerous one. You got to be careful. The whole kid thing Ugh, Jesus. all right last one last, last one, one for what you we got is cody stepping in okay i like this you you're walking down the street kidless okay and um do you look into the uh out in the crosswalk in the middle of traffic okay there's an elderly gentleman okay and he's like Pulls down his pants, and he's like acting like he's gonna just take a dump right there in the middle of the street. He's gonna go out there, dump right there in the middle of the street. Yeah, he's like getting ready. He's like got the pants down by the by the ankles, and he's sort of just like about to squat. Okay. Are you like, hang on, I gotta run out there in traffic. I gotta get this guy, or are you like, hope those cars stop? Nah, man. Just dude, he's making his he's making his own choice. He's making his own. This is where you're like, I'm good. I'm okay. Like you, buddy. Come on. Like you made the call to like be this guy. Why are you doing that? You're not. You're not the guy who's like, let me kind of get out there in traffic and be like, oh, hold on, hold on. This guy's shitting in the street. He's about to. No. No. What are you doing? You're in the middle of the road, man. Coincidentally, crazy, here's right? an interesting thing. I went and dropped Fitz off this morning uh, down in like Los Feliz, down at LA Children's Hospital. We, that's where our childcare is. And yeah. there is a man literally on Sunset and like, I don't know, some major road that takes you right next to the fight, right, right next to the 101. Helmless guy lays down right in the middle of this three lane road. And Jesus. the lights. Go green. And he's like, you know, waving them on, telling them to come forward. So the car started driving forward and he just starts rolling off the road. Bizarre. But that's, uh, that's classic Los Angeles homeless people for you. Classic. Yeah. The, the, what scares me about the guy in the center of the street, like about to take a dump, yeah, is one, is he, are you nuts? Yeah. Two, if I go out in the street and help you, are you going to like stab me in the neck because you're nuts? Right. Or am I going to get hit by a freaking car here? It's true. I think I'm walking away too. You have to. It's the only thing you can do. Are we Are we these guys who just watched Shakira get attacked by a wild boar? 
I do feel like we probably are more like Seinfeld than, you know, Captain yeah. America. True. You know. I got one I got one more for you. I just thought of it. Okay. All right. And this is this is one that has happened to me and Jenny has like sort of talked me out of all of the this for the rest of my life. Okay. You're at like you're watching Dune, IMAX, in theaters. Okay. okay? You're okay. sitting there minding your own business, you're enjoying it, you're halfway through the film. Phone rings in the movie theater. Okay. Larger gentleman. Larger gentleman. Picks okay. up picks up his cell phone, answers the call, and he's like talking full volume in the theater. Okay. And like this conversation is a not ending quick. He's like, What's up? How's it going? <laughs> and like he's like he's home. Okay. Right now. Yeah. You shushing this guy? Yeah, man. After a certain period of time, I'm going to. You're shushing him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> after a certain amount of time, like, I, I'm not going to have much of a choice. I have to. Oh, shit. It's scary, man. People get shot like that. Yeah, there is that fear of, like, getting shot. I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I did, if I said that there wasn't that fear of, of I'd getting be scared shot. scared as shit. So, but... If, Dad, I, Dad, I hope you're still watching this live because I'm going to tell a story about you right now. There was a time I went to the movies with my dad. Okay. And uh, we were watching the movie, and there was this kid, maybe, I was probably like 12, 11, or 13, it, within that range. Okay. And um, there was this kid, way young, should not have been in that movie, and he was yapping the whole time. <laughs> and like, it was like, can you believe this shit? Like me and my dad, we kept looking at each other. We're like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? And my dad turns around and and he's like, he either said, shut up, like in regular voice, because in regular voice in a movie theater is loud, you know, because no one's really talking. But I think he raised his voice a little higher than regular, than regular talking voice. And he was like, shut up. And like the the theater went, like it was done. That kid didn't say a goddamn thing for the rest of the movie. <laughs> or he said like, "Will you shut that kid up?" or something like that. And I, oh my god, it was amazing, and I'll never forget it. It was fucking awesome. And <laughs> but like, I remember I shut somebody in the theater, and Jenny like scared the shit out of me. She was like, "He could fucking kill you right now. He could totally kill you." Yeah, I can't like that's the thing. Like can you can you really get that wrapped up over somebody like I don't know, yeah. murdering you? I like is that realistic? Oh, my that's it. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but you're here's the thing about that. And John, to you, it's all about delivery. Yeah. And it's all about the the stance you take because first of all, you get people surprised by that, especially that situation. And then yeah. it's about like the demeanor you have. And if you are a much, and if you are a, I guess if you're an older person and they, they recognize that like, you know. Authority. Authority, then they will like, oh, okay. But it is about the delivery. I bet, I bet, I bet John's been in a couple of those situations where you're not around where it's like the authority came into play. Right. He seems like a guy that can manage that authority pretty well. And nowadays, that's why I said like you're in, you're seeing Dune and like IMAX. That's like that's twenty bucks, man. Yeah, like that's an experience. I agree. And if someone's gonna ruin it, also by saying like "shut up" to some or like shushing somebody in the theater, sure, you are you're gonna be take yourself by doing so. You take yourself out of the experience because after you say that, you're gonna be thinking about it for for a good bit. And, and and not back to relaxing watching the film, right, you know what I mean? Right, You're gonna right, be an right. at least I will. I will analyze the shit out of that, and, and like watch them like stab me in the neck, like. Well, <laughs> 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 but now nowadays I would probably I would probably leave the theater, 
and tell the I go tell on him. I'd be a telling ass, well, punk, right there. Tough guy, huh? Make some fourteen-year-old with a flashlight be like, "Excuse me, sir. No, you can't be here right now. <laughs> Please stop talking." <laughs> <laughs> or, and you got to give me, you got to give me a, a free pass to another movie. Right. You've ruined my experience. That's, what did John just say oh. to us right now? Oh. Uh, <laughs> He said, don't forget the girl at McDonald's outside of King's Dominion. Yes. <laughs> Your dad decided to give it to some girl at King's Dominion? So me, me, Sarah, my dad, we're, we're, we were going to King's Dominion for the day. Okay. And uh, we're on the road. King, we, we live in Columbia, Maryland. King's Dominion is like in Virginia or something like that. So sure. it's a trick. It's a trick. So before we go to King's Dominion, we went to McDonald's. We got McDonald's breakfast, right? Sure. And we're ordering, and we're at the counter, and this 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 McDonald's worker, she must have been the slowest, dumbest, like worst, ill-mannered McDonald's employee in the history of the world. Okay. And like, she's like getting our stuff like, one by one, like we had three drinks. She'd fill up one drink, bring it to the, the tray, and then like go get the next drink. Like the logical thing would be like, make the three drinks, bring all three drinks, <laughs> right, get right, the right. hash browns, get all the three hash browns, bring the three hash browns. No, it'd be like one by one by one by one. And then like, <laughs> I don't know, like I just vividly remember this shit. We'd be like, um... It just took forever, and then uh, I was like, "I think we got a biscuit too." And then, and then my dad's like, "Do you have the biscuit?" And then she like looked at my dad, waved her finger like that, and went, "Uh, uh." And then she like turned around and like yelled to the kitchen, "I need a biscuit." (laughs) Why do I remember this? Like it happened yesterday. (sighs) And then, like again, my dad's looking at me like. Can you fucking believe this bitch? <laughs> and like, we finally, we get the meal, get all our stuff, like the tray. Dad pays, we pick up the tray. And uh, he looked at her and he was like, you really need to get your act together. <laughs> oh my God. And she was, she was just like dumbfounded. Uh, dumbfounded. I'd love to see where she is now. Yeah. Maybe that was... Dad, that was the day. That was the day that she she changed. Well, she got her act together that day. It is a um, it is a cradle, a bassinet that you put a child in, and it it plays white noise inside the inside the bassinet. You 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 has a, it has a special like uh, wrap suit that the baby wears. You zip it up, and then it it shifts and shakes and rocks the baby all night long to get it to sleep. The snoo, the the smart baby sleeper, the smart baby sleeper. So here's where this is embarrassing. This thing to purchase brand new is $1,700. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hell no. They're making the argument that this thing gets your baby to go to sleep for like four to six hour stretches. It basically, all right. So I'm looking at this thing, guys. For those of you who don't have babies or know anything about babies, a bassinet is like it's not a crib, but it's like it's like a a bed on like on like uh, if if you go to a restaurant and you get a lot of food, they bring that like one of those trays and then like a little stand, like a fold out stand. So this thing is like a little bed on a fold out stand that you would see at a restaurant when you're getting like a lot of food. Right. And oh man, like this thing it has like embedded in it is basically a straight jacket for your kid. Well, they're called they're called like I don't know if you if you used it with Maddox or Moxie, but when you do the wrap when they're babies? Yeah. Swaddle. The, the, it's essentially yeah. a sleep sack, so it's a swaddle. It's just a swaddle is basically right. what it is. But yes, so you put so them they're in this, locked in. Yeah, so they're locked in, and then you have these things that sit on these bars on the side, and then it'll rock the baby left and right. And then it has the sound machine inside of it. But they have these four levels, 
as the baby kind of comes to, or, or the system knows that your baby is waking up. It knows? It knows because it hears, that feels the baby's movement. It knows how it's kind of reacting. And it goes through a process to calm the baby back down to go back to sleep. But wow. by the time you get to level four, it's like, <laughs> really, but it's, it's, I mean, we used it. We, we ended up finding it on Facebook marketplace used. Yeah. And I figured, well, for what I can pay for it right now on Facebook marketplace, when I'm done with it, I can sell it for what I bought it for. So dude, the, yeah. I mean, Facebook marketplace is a great way to get used uh, stuff for yeah. cheap. Yes. And it's still like, oh, great. It's still fine. It's amazing. Like, it's yeah. like, it's good. It's good stuff. Hell yeah. But absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, it's definitely one of those, like, it, we were really surprised by it. And it's kind of embarrassing that it's that expensive, right? But well, I mean, like, if I'm going they're back really, to they're work, really big baby is really banking on like, oh, dude, the desire for a parent to like go to sleep before we bought it. Here's the thing. We could see you could rent it and they were renting them to people that were coming in from out of town from L.A. Like I'm calling all these places to kind of find out about them. Three hundred dollars for a month to rent to rent a snoo. Yes. And I'm like, $300, that's a killing. Like, you can buy one of these and pay it off in like four or five months if you're selling these for $300 a month. Or even if not, you're actually making more over like two or three day rentals because they're like 30 bucks a day. Right. And the shit better work. Right. It must work. Yeah, exactly. Like all the reviews have said that this stuff like kill, it kills. And to be you honest, like- $1,600. Yeah, we didn't spend $600 on it, no. That's crazy. Damn. But it it's like a robot rocking your baby to sleep. Does it work? I mean, Fitz or Seamus slept for like, he's, he got a good four hours and that doesn't happen. It's tamed the Seamus. It's like, that's the first night. So they said it takes about five days for a baby that's about five weeks old to get used to it. Wow. So we'll see how tonight goes. I'm, wow. I'm already able to talk to you because of it. So the snoo is really saving the podcast right now. The snoo is totally worth the investment. Hell yeah. Yay. Anyway, get your snoo. Have you, have you seen Squid Game yet? No. You're not watching Squid Game? No, man. I'm watching Boston Legal with James Spader. <sighs> And uh, William Shatner, and by the way, William Shatner's amazing. He's Jesus always talking like this, Christ. and he says, "He says, air, move fast, tight, Danny Crane." It's <laughs> no, I'm watching Boston Legal. It's so funny. It's like from oh another God. time, man. They're misogynistic Cody, as hell, and it's really weird. I'm concerned about you, man. Why is that? You know, you're you're going to the aquarium on Halloween. Oh, sure. And you're watching Boston Legal what? reruns? Yeah, I've never seen it. It's really great. How you doing? I'm uh, <laughs> William Shatner. William Shatner's right he, here. Yeah, he's, I'm surprised you're up right now. You should be in bed at like five. Um, well, unfortunately, have a, I have children, have a, or I would be in bed. Have at five. a prune juice. You need a prune juice. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my god. You're going to be the guy like in the middle of the street taking a dump. Hopefully someone comes and saves you. Why ass. would I be the guy that is in the middle of the street taking a dump, Dan? At this rate. You're, why am why? No, I I need some How can you just like what are you talking about? How can I'm you make that statement? I'm making a joke that you're an old man right now. You're already old man. So in mm. a little bit you're going to be that old man with dementia squatting think, in the center of the street. I don't think you're wrong. Okay. I don't think you're wrong, but this is this is me, man. This is who I am. You have to accept that. I accept it, but I don't like it. Well, it's like, here's the thing. You end up with the kids, and they take up a lot of your time, and then by the time that you're done with the kids, you don't really have the energy or desire to do anything else. So, you know, you throw on an episode of Boston Legal, and, you know, 
you get on with your day. It's really quite a thing. You know what my new thing is? <laughs> I've been like I've been like fantasizing about the day like Moxie's like in high school and like Maddox is is like also in high school or something and like me and Jenny go to like a local chain restaurant and they like know who I am. Why would they know who you are? Because, like, that's, like, where we go. Like, I, I want to have a bar. Oh, dude, you are so buying into this community thing. Look at uh, you. Like, I want to, like, walk into an Applebee's and be like, hey, Todd. And then, like, Todd pours me a cold one. <laughs> hey, Todd. <laughs> hey, Todd. I want it, I want it so bad. Oh and then, like, God. the game will be on or something. The game? What game? You know, the game. Oh, the game. The game for the week. Okay. That, yeah. that makes or, sense. Or I'm fantasizing about like going to like high school football games. Sure. And being like, that's the game. Okay. Well, I mean, you're not far from it, man. I just really want that Applebee's steak <laughs> and and like Get weird the... just like domestic beer. Oh God. You you were you're just, one of a kind, my friend. You're one of a just kind. Bud Light, and they know I want the, I want the twenty four, not the twelve. <laughs> I want to get to, want to get there. Okay. Well, I think you'll get there. I believe in you. Um, wow. Well, and I, for me, it's just a matter of like being able to not have to worry about what they're doing. But I imagine that's always going to be the case for the rest of my life. Yeah. Until they get. Old enough for iPads. Mm, yeah, we're not. Yeah, probably not. Oh, you're doing it. You're doing it. We're already doing it. When we're on an Don't airplane, like we give it to better them. than us. I'm not saying you're better. Like when we're on an airplane, we give them an iPad. It's That's the only it. Thing. What? Do you, do you guys ever want to have a conversation again? What you got to give them an iPad. That is not true. It's uh, it's a hundred percent true. Why would you not want to have your child involved in your conversation? Because they talk over you. They change the they change the subject, and they're little jerks. They're little jerks. <laughs> That's why. Sometimes I just want to talk to Jenny. Does that upset you? Yeah. No, I I'm mean, like, like, what are you doing? Get on your iPad. Get out of here. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. Well, you guys will figure it out. You'll work it out. YouTube Kids, man. There's no way you can find bad stuff on YouTube Kids. I've tried. <laughs> I don't even want to know what you've hashtagged to see if you could find to, it. Trying to break that algorithm, yeah. see if I get led down any sort of <laughs> alt-right paths. <laughs> that's interesting. That's really Moxie's interesting. Al Moxie's already cussed me out in Russian before. Oh God! You know, it's interesting enough because like Fitz watches this show called Einstein's, like mm -hmm. Little Einsteins, and the whole formula of the show is uh, these four kids, ethnically diverse, you know, you know, toddlers. They have a rocket ship that 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 uh, they always go on a big adventure, and they it's kind of the story every week. It's the same formula every single week. So now yeah. Fitz is now watching this show called Spidey and his amazing friends and it's Spider-Man. And Fitz is like, show? Spidey? Show? Spidey? I'm like, nah, man, we can't watch TV right now. You can help me cook dinner. And he's like, show, show. And then he melts down because I won't let him watch his show. But when he yeah, watches watch it, the show. no, never. And I, and so when we do, because he gets one show before bed, that's kind of the rule. So we'll watch this Spidey show and I'm thinking, you know, these kids really are villainizing these these you know bad guys i'm like what are we teaching these kids do you ever think about that dan um no no i'm like is it not ever that these people could be misunderstood or maybe because you guys are always trying to arrest them you never thought about inviting them to hang out or be friends with them They're well, that's, the, that's the rule you teach them good and evil but things that's, are good, but, things are bad. You can teach them to, oh, this is an interesting turn here. You can teach children good and bad, but the realities in the real world are that's not really the case. 
There's right. it's yeah. all very gray. It's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of gray area. And it's oh, about understanding people. Right. If you right. immediately it, it, is it, if you teach them that it is black and white, is that a problem or does it have to be written in stone at the beginning that it needs to be black and white so that they can then learn gray? Do you think that's important? Yeah, at the beginning you can't immediately teach gray because then they think it's all gray. It is. You have you have to teach extremes first. Is that true? Yeah. You think that's a necessity? Well, I'm not teaching Moxie kind of the right way to pour milk. You know, there's a right way, there's a wrong way. <laughs> and then when she understands that there's a right way and there's a wrong way, she can develop her way. That yeah, is but, probably somewhere in between. Yeah, but with people, it's like if you don't know them, they're bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I don't know. Like my, everyone you don't, yeah, I'm not going to be like, hey, Moxie. Sometimes there are people you don't know that will help you. No, that's fucking terrible. But it's true. Sometimes there are people you don't know that will help you. Yes, that's 100%. Hey, Moxie, sometimes there's human beings out there that you have no idea who they are, but they're really nice. I would never fucking tell her that right now. But it's true. (laughs) Of course you would never say that to her, and I'm not saying that you would. I say, Moxie, the people that you know are the only people you're allowed to fucking talk to. That 100%. Anyone you do not know, don't say shit to them. If they ask you something, you run home. You think that's that, the rules. You think that's detrimental to society? Hell no. You don't think so? You don't think no. that immediately builds like bubbles and barriers between people? Okay. Here. Tell Fitz, sometimes it's okay to touch the burner on a stove. Because it is. What? And see how that works out for you. He's already done it. I told him to touch it. I'm like, it's hot. You touch it, it's going to burn you. He touched it. He had to learn. (laughs) I mean, that's how you kill boars, ladies and gents. (laughs) I think that's a great, I I think that's a good, that's a good nail in the end of the episode, Dan. But I mean, that's a hard lesson. That's definitely a hard lesson. It's a good lesson, but it's a hard one. But you would all the best lessons saying, are I'm hard. I'm saying you wouldn't lead. You wouldn't lead with it with the with that. You wouldn't be like sometimes it's okay to touch the stove. No, at the beginning you say don't touch the stove ever. You know. Uh maybe. No, yes, that is no. how you do it. <laughs> no, that's not how I do it. That isn't how I do it. That's not oh how I do God. it, Dan. I'm the worst. My son's terrible. It's very. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't go the. I. I tried my best to say. Here's what happens if, and you have to make a decision. Oh that, boy, that's how I do it. It's oh probably boy. wrong. You gonna? What was the kid's name in Big Daddy Frankenstein? Yeah. You gonna name? You gonna name Fitz? You gonna have him name himself? No. Wearing a. Wearing rain. He knows his and... name. Why would I have him name himself? Wear a hard hat to to kindergarten because he picked it. If he wanted to wear a hard hat, I would let him. Okay. Like, here's the thing. What does that teach you? First of all, I don't ever want my child to... This is just me. I want my child to be able to think for themselves. And I don't need them to be monitored by me telling them how to dress, how to live, how to think. I can guide them and direct them but giving them the opportunity to make the choices so they can learn what works for them is the most important thing. I don't like to be dictated to, and I understand that a child is different than an adult, but simultaneously, you also have to respect the fact that they're children, they're learning, and that you have to give them opportunity to make choices and to fail. And if you're protecting them from failing all the time, they'll never understand how to break out of the failure loop. And for me, it's like, fail as much as you can right now. Enjoy it. Fail it, fail it, fail it, fail it. That's my mentality. I get get what you're saying. And I'm not saying that, like, I don't also explain why you don't touch the stove. You know what I mean? Like, Moxie knows, don't touch the stove because it's hot. Sure. I mean, tonight I told Fitz, don't play with the knives. You're going to cut yourself. And I don't want to have to deal with watching you play with the knife right now. Like, in another scenario... 
Like, I'll give you a knife. You can play with a knife, but I have to be watching you. Like, I can't do it right now. Right. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. I think so. Close, yeah. If Fitz was like, Dad, give me the knife, you'd be like, okay, but you could get cut. Sure. Or, or, or I'll be like, how about I get you a different knife? Right. I'll give you the dull one. Have you are you have you heard of these parents that are like we don't tell our child no? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of those parents. I don't, I don't like the thing is, is I don't necessarily disagree with the no, because the problem when if you're always telling your child no, all they hear is no, and it loses its power. Mm-hmm. It you 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 desensitize them to the word and it's meaningless. Yeah, I see that. So by approaching it, by coming up with other ways to basically work around the no, I don't like to use the word no because when it comes to the time where no is serious, they need to understand that. Where if I'm always just saying no, can I have popcorn? No. Can I do this? No. Can I do that? No, no, no. But when it comes to a situation where it's like, no. You need to understand that that means business. And that's why I, I'm okay with not telling your kid no. I just mean like, because it also puts weight in that word too. That's my mentality right. with it. That's like, like I understand that mindset of like, I don't want to tell my kid no. I understand that you won't, don't want to tell your kid no, but you also have to come up with solutions to help them get out of that mindset too. There is a little like mind trickery but no yeah. is like you know again you just say no 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 they don't fucking care you gotta break the no because they're not gonna listen and when you want them to listen is when it's too late because you've said no a thousand times already and then you're looking at him and you go no you know sometimes i think about like let's like like in lord of the rings right like frodo and bilba like frodo and samwise and whatever, they're being chased by those like fucking crazy, like, what do you call it? The black demon, the kings or whatever. Like, imagine if that was you like taking your family and you're on the run from these like black knights. The ring wraith? Yeah, the ring wraith. And you have to have your kid be silent. Do you think you could get Moxie to be silent in that situation? Yeah. Well, that's good. I'd be know. like, Moxie, if you keep talking, we're going to die. Like you gotta be quiet or it's gone. Or they start crying. No, but I'm just saying, like, there's a fear. Like I I you know, I'm just I I think about that sometimes. Like, what would if I would do if I was in one of those scenarios where it's like we're in a gas station and a guy comes in with a gun and we're in the back of the gas station and we gotta get down and we gotta hide. You need to get your kid to be quiet. They don't understand how serious the situation is. Yeah, that's why you got to be like, you have to play the quiet game and also hide and seek. I don't I don't know what these games are. I don't play those games. You got to have those experiences so that you can like call them, call them up. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Let's like, play hide and seek gonna, right now. We're going to play hide and seek. This guy's got a gun. This time it's life or death, okay? This is the way it's going to go. You're going to die. Be careful. <laughs> Danny Grant. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, that's the way it goes, guys. Be careful. Raise your children. Don't be dumb. And that's just the way it is. All right, Dan. Well, thoughts, feelings, emotions before we say goodnight? Um, I want you all to um, go to T Public. Hit the link in our bio and buy, buy our merch. We got mad merch, son. We got this Roaring Twenties right here. I don't know what it means, but I knew what it meant when I designed it. It says Roaring Twenties, son, because we're in the Roaring Twenties right now. We're back. We are? We're in the Roaring Twenties? Yeah. This is the Roaring Twenties. Oh, okay. I'm listening. Post-COVID, everyone is ready to get down, party, live it up, just like the Twenties. Just like the 20s. Let's hope that that stock market be throwing the heat. Yeah. Throw some, throw that heat. Throw that heat. I don't know. Anyway, I love you all. 
don't know about Cody. And if a wild boar ever came at you guys, I would I'd fuck them up. Straight up. I will kick a wild boar in the face. <laughs> to save your sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Well you guys be careful out there. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening and laughing with the Dan and Cody podcast. Our email is danandcodypodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram at dancodypodcast. Check out our website, danandcody.com, and you can contribute to the podcast by going to patreon.com slash dancodypodcast. Subscribe, bitch! Ain't nobody played himself that shit, bro. Right.